everybody. Welcome to episode number 537 of Video Game Apocalypse. Michael Rapaz is out on assignment. I know, I, no, I know where he is. I know where he is, Matt. Yeah, I know what's happening with Michael, Wait, why he's gone. I know why he's more gone. more mysterious. I know why he's mysterious. gone. I have a sound effect because I get to man the soundboard for the first time in forever. Michael okay, isn't... play the sound, then we'll introduce ourselves. Michael isn't here because... Stomach pains, diarrhea. <laughs> yes, that's exactly why he's not here. <laughs> that's not it at all. I am it your is. host, Matthew Allen. Who is the person who just interrupted my introduction? Oh, I am Chris Antista. <laughs> And who is here in the Marco Via <laughs> Memorial Studio of the Airways with us? Uh, hi, my name is T.L. Foster. I'm on the internet. I'm a podcaster. Uh, hot take artist. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm officially, I have officially stopped writing about games about 10 years ago, but I still have not shut up about video games. I don't know what that makes me. A fraud? That's who I am. Hi, I'm a, a person fraud. with opinions, which is all really you need, plus a microphone, to have a sure. podcast. By the way, if you want this Memorial Studio of the Airwaves to be named after you, just like it was for Marco Villapando, mm-hmm. uh, you just have to go to patreon.com slash laser time. And donate at the twenty dollar a month level oh, or more, yeah. and you can you can be you can be named. The studio can be named after you. Your Stomach moment of glory. <laughs> so, sorry, I had I brought in some old fart sound effects. Uh, here's yeah. from GTA. Uh, 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 <laughs> so very welcome. Sorry, as if it's not as if it's not obvious. Michael's not here. Yes, this is, I was telling Chris before we started recording. This very much feels like. The parents are away for the weekend on vacation, and we are just here ruining the house. Um, so really hope you're not listening to this one, Michael. But if you are, we miss you, buddy. Um, he'll yeah, he'll anyway. see. Like, the, the thing that's lacking in the show are poop, uh, poop and fart sound effects. What's wrong, Sora? I want us to be together forever. That's the wrong poo. That's the wrong poo. <laughs> really, Kingdom Hearts oh, is what so, we've evolved into. Yes, we'll yeah, talk about Michael's gone and this is what Kingdom happens. Is here. We'll talk about new releases and other stuff, yeah, so yeah, stay yeah. tuned. But we have to get our hot takes out of the way. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah! <laughs> Gaming <laughs> hot takes! <laughs> It's like you've been sitting on a soundboard for years. Yeah. Like you just have no other outlet, and you're like, "Y'all yeah. be haters, don't hate my game." Thank <laughs> God, there it feels like a, it's, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. What a what a throwback! Aren't you glad <laughs> Michael's not on. here? Because he's got <laughs> stomach pains, diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea, diarrhea. <It's- laughs> Did you want to bring back the king of names? We could just do that segment. No, 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 no. It's all about farts. <laughs> And uh, well, uh well, I mean, we already did an episode all about those. <laughs> We've done multiple party butts. Welcome We've done back multiple to fart it. episodes, but that—that's not what this week's episode is about. I will try to, by the way, maintain a little bit of structure here. It's going to be the same format, just done, uh, Matt and Chris NTL style. Yeah. So, actually, we do have a topic this week. Um, and typically with these top fives, as, as you know, if you're if you're not familiar with the show, we typically start with our top five, then we go into new releases, news, etc., community segment. This week's top five, I like to do things a little bit differently. Michael typically likes to tie specific entries to specific games. We're changing it up because he's not here, and I get to do whatever the fuck I want. Fuck him. So this this week, the entries themselves are not tied to specific games. Actually, each entry has multiple game examples because this week we're doing something we, we could never do if mike was here this week we are getting shit off our chest the, the, the topic this week chris how, how would you describe it um i would describe it as this is the maddest i've ever been 
<laughs> I, I describe it as game tropes that deserve to die. Yes, this this is the shit that um, a lot of these have been around since video games were invented. But they're they're things we're all familiar with in video games that uh, that keep popping up over the years. I, you can call them maybe crutches that designers sort of lean on. You can just you know the whole thing with tropes is like people like a little bit of famili- familiarity with things, and so maybe that's True. why. But these these are things that have just been around. We keep seeing in game after game, and a lot of them, frankly, we're fucking sick of. Um, some of them actually, one of them, your entry, Chris. I'm like, yeah, but I sort of love that. Yeah, but I, I that I tried not to because I went I went through a couple of lists that other people had put online. Like you're just putting design choices that you notice. Some of these are vital for games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Locking off areas so I can't go to them. Like you would die. You you need a thing before you get there. The whole point. You don't understand game structure at all. But like I, I tried. These are not those things. These are genuinely things. These are not those things. These are things that uh, were cute a couple of times, but uh, I, I think have over, out, like overstayed their welcome quite a bit. I, I think they're things that people do sort of. They're old staples that they maybe lean on. But uh, why don't we start the top five with? Your entry when we kick in with our number five. Oh, and I should say, Michael goes through painstaking efforts to find specific sound clips from those games. I did not do that because in honor of TL here and welcome to the thing, I cobbled together sound effects examples from the Hanna-Barbera sound effects library. Oh, well. It's a big sound effect library. What do you want? It's all a so I'm, I'm, term. I'm guessing based on that. I do love the ricochet Looney Tunes sound, by the way. But that was exploding barrels, exploding which is our number five barrels. And I feel so like not just barrels in general, but which, by the way, what was it? Episode like 200. We we did an episode, or you guys did one, all about barrels, mm-hmm. video game barrels, as a joke. This yes. is specifically the variety that explode. The exploding, like, it's not even a feature anymore. It's it's ubiquitous to the point of standard in every first-person shooter. And I've just, yeah. I feel like I've gotten to the point where, like, my grenades do better. I'm a better shot than this. This just, yeah. in most cases, it doesn't do enough damage to enough enemies to justify clogging the screen. And, and by the way, whatever resources the engine is allotting to this thing... They never do anything exciting anymore, really. Like I, I think. Well, and you got to wait for the enemy to come near them if they even yeah. do come near them. Like there's a, there's kind of a risk reward thing, which, yeah, it does feel like developers over the years have really scaled back the reward. Like it used to be exploding barrel, fucking insta kill. Anything near yeah. that thing is getting wiped out. You know, and now it's like yeah, maybe it's going to take off half their damage, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's totally worthless. You know what also would have taken off half my half their damage? A quarter of my bullet. And, yeah, and, shooting them in the face repeatedly—that'll do that. And I, I, I just I have I haven't found it to be worthwhile. And maybe I am skewed because I'm playing Remnant, and the exploding objects in that game almost exclusively go off on me because the enemies can set them off, and so can your friends, and so, so can an enemy. Usually not them. barrels, though. By the way, most of the exploding yeah. objects in that game are like canisters, pods, yeah. canisters, glowing plant pod type things, whatever. But I don't Allow me it. to defend the exploding barrel. Please, uh, like as, I said, I, I still enjoy them. I still have a yeah, lot of fun. As, as the uh, platform expert uh, on the panel. What? Uh, 
platform platformer expert on the panel. I work uh, on Sonic uh, games. How are you the platformer <laughs> expert? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I am. Uh, I think that a good this guy plays like one rare game in his life, and now he's a platformer. First of all, I play a lot of platformers. Just why I can say the things <laughs> that I say. Secondly, a good exploding barrel. I think it, especially like done on a platformer, can be done really well. Crash Bandicoot, great exploding barrels. Uh, Donkey Kong, good exploding barrels. Like there are oh, great hate, examples. Those are crates, first of all, and they suck. Yeah, I hate the exploding yeah. crates. Don't don't be mixing up crates and barrels over. Because here's the thing. Other than like wineries or maybe the occasional, I don't know, serial killer I don't really come across that many barrels in my life. I don't know about you guys, but not not really. There's a lot few. It's like quicksand. I'm I'm encountering a lot fewer barrels as an adult than I really thought I would as a kid, it's based true. on what video games. And how told. many MythBusters episodes do you need to see? Like you can't shoot this and ignite it. That is not going to happen. Yeah, it just it, basically water leaks out. You, great, you've just created a hole in this barrel. Yes, so that all the, the that all the gas or whatever the the flammable which fluid which might be out. a more interesting gameplay effect. To be honest, if you leak a, a flammable liquid all over the floor and create a giant fire, is way more interesting than ex- exploding barrel. I just sure. I which just, some games have allowed you to do, and it's always fun. And I, I, I think I, yeah. I can't be I cannot be against like I can't be in the pocket of anti. Big explosion. I'm sorry, but that's Maybe the problem. Is particle effects? Yeah, I mean, hey, don't hate they're my not that game. <laughs> but the explosions nowadays aren't that big when you shoot the barrels. No, I think devs devs get it and they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. No, it like, used to it used to be a fucking pow block, and now it's just like minor damage on enemies. You will easily put on them yourselves. I have not seen. I've not had a rewarding exploding barrel uh, on enemies. I do like it for extro- like destroying environments and stuff. That that is that's true. That is a little more significant, but as something as, as a a shitty stationary grenade that can go off possibly next to my own torso, not a fan. Don't like it. It grinds my gears. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? What's that, Matt? Well, I, I you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Thank you. I had the sound effect there the whole time. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Michael Michael maintains that we get an hour out of every top five. I don't ever that want to. That, no, <laughs> I no, don't no. ever want to do that. Uh, in my book, that's a failure. If we yes. if we've done an hour in a top five, we failed you as listeners. Yes, as yeah. as curation expert, as production and curation experts. Is that oh. your way of saying, Chris? We should move along to. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, number four. <laughs> number four, and uh, what is it, Matt? Well, just play the sound. No, play the sound, and then we have to guess. Yeah, look. The Hanna-Barbera effect library is limited, especially with an entry like this. Say what it is, Matt. Oh, okay. Um, well, I should then hit play, and it was thousands of years ago when we first encountered audio logs while playing through a video audio game logs to tell us the history. Playing. To tell us the history of what happened here. The, the the Hanna-Barbera effects library predates tape recordings. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's I, all I, I can do. I thought you would just get, like, the ghost of Christmas past from, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I sh- that does count as Hanna-Barbera. That absolutely counts as Hanna-Barbera. People shit on Hanna-Barbera 
don't realize. You should have stopped there. That's that's a, that's neither here nor there. But what's your, what's your but top? What's your top? Anyway. What's your top five Hanna Barbera cartoons? Go, T.L. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Hanna Barbera shorts, right? No, we're not um, doing this. No, this for bonus time. We're, we're not it, doing this. We're talking about Hanna Barbera shorts. Obviously, we're talking about audio logs. Audio logs. Uh, Alan Wake audio logs. Uh, well, okay. So, <laughs> so specifically, let me clarify one thing. I don't mind if a game lets me keep playing or yes. moving. If a game lets me be a gamey game and wants to play an audio log, what I loathe is when a game makes me sit inside a UI screen, a menu screen, to listen yeah. to this audio log. I don't give a shit. I don't care enough about your lore. If you're going to do that for me, guess who's closing that screen and isn't going to find out the backstory. You know what, Matt? Is this also inspired by Remnant 2? Does Remnant Two have audio logs? They have. That's the thing. There's You're there's right. there's a handful of them, and they 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 sit on the floor. You don't pick them up, and you have to sit around and listen to them. And a game you I complimented yes. for being very non-talky in the previous version. It's like it's like five to ten minutes of audio, and you have yeah. to sit there. I'm like, at least you better be throwing enemies at me when this is over or something. And it, it never does. You know what I would do with those? I would do the Samoa Joe no cell walk away. Like it would basically <laughs> play like two lines and then Matt was gone. He did not hear the rest of that audio log. Cause I am not, you're right. I'm not standing around. I mean, like we always talk about, like there's, there's literally that phrase show don't tell. And yeah. I think like the biggest thing, especially when audio logs literally halt gameplay you're you're just telling me the story. Like I could go on YouTube and play a lore video and yes. walk away and do something yep. if I'm going to do that anyway. Yeah. Well well some games it's funny, they'll they'll keep the game playing and I get why a designer might make this choice is like you're playing like an FPS and it's trying to play an audio log and then you're like getting attacked by waves of enemies headshot after headshot while it's playing this very somber, very sad story of how the world collapsed around you or whatever like but um so i can see why they make the choice but it's like i'd really just i don't care i'm sorry i don't I, care I enough about like your video game writing to sit there and listen to that thing that was itself. done well in my first experience with it which was bioshock because you would pick up you would pick up audio yes. logs and very rarely would it require you to be stationary but you would as you were walking it would I think it would pretty clearly lighten up throwing enemies at you so you could, you know, walk around, enjoy the audio log, search the room for stuff. And then you would yeah. see references from the audio log around the room you were looking in. It was pretty important yes. to what you were doing. Whereas now they're just like, we didn't want to pay, <laughs> we didn't want to pay a real professional voice actor to do this. So we had, we had the engineering guy cut this take and, uh, we put it through a, we put it through an old timey filter. And, you can play and what they are happen. is they're pretty much stand-ins for flashbacks, right? Like most yeah. audio logs are meant to explain here's how this level you're in or whatever got to be in the state that it's in. What's so funny, though, for people who are literally on an audio format right now, like you are listening to us, not watching us, complaining about audio formats. But it's like at some point someone just thought the need like we're going to make all of these fucking Burns and Allen radio dramas. And it's like I don't need <laughs> I don't need to hear. The, I knew I knew Chris would laugh on that reference. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I mean, I, the, the difference is we're also not telling you, hey, you're in the middle of like playing five hours of a very high test FPS. Let us stop for like five minutes to talk to you about 
the Ooh. Sunday where me and Chris went to Arena's right. Italian right. Ice. I bet you it's were like, wondering how these banisters came to be. Nope. Environmental nope. storytelling, right? It's it's some fucking Fallout shit or whatever. It, but another, I will I will give credit to a game that did this well. And every time someone mentions Metal Gear Solid Five, they always bring up the fact that like. Well, Kiefer Sutherland only recorded like two lines for that game. And I can tell someone didn't play that game when they say that and go, bullshit. If you listen to the audio logs in that game, there is bookfuls of Kiefer Sutherland as Snake audio. But you have to listen to those things. And they're completely optional. Like, they come to you as cassettes that are just sort of meant to be played as you're on missions. They're like, fucking po- so 1980s podcasts. Yes, yes. But, uh, but yeah, audio logs for me, at least the ones that pause gameplay... They gotta go. They gotta go. I I just don't see the fucking point of that at all. I don't even understand that because, like, (sighs) games for years have been—you can hold them in your inventory, pause them when you need to. If you're in in a firefight, go and listen to them again if you need be. I don't get it. I don't get it. Double double annoyance. Games that don't once you found an audio log that don't have a menu UI where you can just go listen to it later right like at least if you're gonna do that like okay i collected a thing give me a way to go back i'm never gonna do it but give me a way at least to go back and listen to these things at my own leisure so i don't need to interrupt my gameplay experience and, and if they don't do that if it's like no you can only play that thing while you're there like remnant 2 which by the way one of my games of the year and i love so don't get mm-hmm. me wrong yeah just come on i i, I don't understand why they're in remnant at all and 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 uh, another thing. What's the, what's the word for this, Matt? You you might know more insight into modern game development. I can't help but notice there is no information of value to the game in any audio log anymore because I'm pretty sure they have the data and like people don't fucking listen to these things. There's there's almost because I, I still listen. Like this is going to tell me something I'll need later. It never does. Never. Yeah. And, and if it I mean, does, it's, if it does, it's reiterated by something else in the active environment. It, it's like it's never contained in just the the audio log. Yeah. Well, it's it, they're the close cousin of this, and this is another thing that I might read the first few of these, but uh, text logs, especially like Fallout Ooh. games, notoriously bad for this because it's always like the super old computer monitor, like the green text on a black screen, where it's just like. This is hurting my eyes to read yeah, this thing, fuck and this. this is way too long. Like, two sentences or less if you're going to do a text log, please. Please, 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 please. Yes. Look, and every time I see, like, a text log in any game, like, if this was important in any way, they would have made a movie about it, and they would have shown it to me. They would have put it in the game. The, the game proper is agreed. <laughs> and, yes, I do recognize the irony that we are going on too long about a thing that we say go on too long. So let's move us this along, is too. <laughs> Which number three? Number three. Number, number three. yeah. Number three. Okay, so this is a thing that I love a lot of the games these appear in, but I'm really tired of these, and I think most people are. And to their credit, devs did put far fewer in these in games, but fucking tailing missions. Tailing missions and their close cousin escort missions really have to Tell go. them about uh, a Hanna-Barbera sound effect. Feet make like a rocket and like now. Got me running. Na, 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 na. <laughs> what 
I, I will let you know, uh, Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo properties are definitely not in my favorite Hanna-Barbera, except for 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo and Putney and Scooby-Doo, which are great. Uh, what about Scooby Doo and the WWE crossover? That was kind of fun. Um, the first one is okay. The second one, like I do have a, I have a legitimate list of Scooby Doo movies. Uh, and, and how that they thing went. made Sinkara seem like a like a star. That that yeah. first one is really it, that first one is probably the best Warner Brothers uh, Hanna Barbera like WWE prod, uh, product that's ever been put out because that first one one is fucking trash uh all right, let's talk tailing mission so i think that the franchise we all know and again we can get away with this because he's not on uh michael's favorite franchise assassin's creed oh boy. sort of became oh notorious for these with dude it's, and, and it's really, like an audio log where you have to walk slowly <laughs> you have to walk slowly and typically in those games because they were supposed to be stealth it was like it would fail missions outright if you got detected if you got mm-hmm. seen and not not it's not like you were just tailing characters who were just kind of walking or even jogging from place to place they would fucking stop and talk to shopkeepers like oh how much of these oranges bullshit and i'm like as a player who thought this was fun the fact that i had to stand behind a crate for five minutes while these npcs exchanged dialogue i could give two shits about Mm -hmm. before walking on to the next location I, I, I don't know what the happy medium is there because tailgating more so than stealth missions, they're trying, basically trying to turn eavesdropping into a gameplay feature. Yes, but like, yes. but they have to. They also have to make the the dialogue sound natural, so you can't. So I put the murder weapon over here. You you can't just have the guy say that. But I always wish they did. Like, and, I, and I think the game recently. So a lot of these, by the way, if you're like, ah, this is old stuff, no one does it anymore. I've made dude, sure it happens to, to all think the of time. Some recent examples. So mm-hmm. one of my favorite series, you guys all know, I love me some like a dragon slash Yakuza series and mm-hmm. the spinoff Judgment. Mm-hmm. So Judgment has tailing missions, but Judgment has at least they they have found a way to make them a little bit more gamey. Like they've added more gameplay elements with stuff you can hide behind. Like they make it very obvious. Like. They'll put an outline, basically, like, that's a thing you can hide behind so no one sees you because they're going to turn around every few seconds. There's, like, UI meters to tell you if you're being detected. Like, okay, that makes it better, I guess, if you're going to have... And and the premise of those games is you're a private detective. Like, that's sort of part of the gig of right. being a private detective and failing people. No, right? I, I like, get okay. it. It, it, it. It doesn't not make sense. It's just a boring gameplay idea. And it's like... I, I always, if you want to be Batman in full detective mode, you have the first Arkham game, and then you have the Telltale series, which nobody prefers. That, right, <laughs> right. Uh, Chris, do you remember one of your favorite games of all time had one of these? Which one? Breath of the Wild. Yeah, had yeah. Not one, but two tailing. One was an escort slash tailing mission where you couldn't couldn't let the guy know you were tailing him but then you had to protect the, the guy as you notice were what him. didn't make it into tears of the kingdom i i, I thought mm-hmm. you were to say uh gta because they're among the worst oh uh, yeah oh. that's where it's always been like for me like i ugh. think in the last game they added a detection meter because it was fucking awful you just had to yeah. like, like maintain the same speed of a car very far in front of you and like you never in real really life knew yeah, you never really knew if you were far enough away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. They did add like a some some meter to the. They had site. to because it was excruciating. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's that 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 alone probably uh, led to the grinding of my gears the most. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, uh, <laughs> tell them. Yeah, I mean, and then I brought up the close cousin escort mission. So escort missions, 
can be like tailing missions in that typically you have to go with someone who's kind of moving at a slow pace. But there's a good way to do escort missions and there's a bad way. The good way is you let those people you're escorting fight with you. Yeah. And actually, I've gamed that in some games where you can like just keep you can start a mission, keep them with you and they will just fight at your side as long as you have them with you in that game. But like, don't give them one hit point, any of that bullshit. But the yeah. bad ones are like the escort the people you're escorting don't fight or they die really easily where it's just like you can be kicking ass and doing amazingly and just one kind of bad luck thing i'm trying to think of there's a modern example where like it's an escort mission but the dude's like 20 feet away from you and fighting on his own you just have to watch his health meter and make sure he doesn't get bombarded fuck what was that um Something recent. Oh, there's a couple. There's there's yeah. set. I mean, this happens in a lot of games. I will give you some some examples. Maybe this will ring some, ring a bell. So, I, one of my favorite, and again, I love this series. There are a series of missions in the Yakuza games where you're escorting. He's basically a stand-in for Michael Jackson, uh, and he's Demo. filming a music video. And in in the video, you have you have to protect him from people trying to attack him as he's walking down a street. So you're just doing like the Yakuza thing of like, hey, I'm fighting waves of thugs. But it's to protect this Michael Jackson-like character. It's teenage girls. Totally, <laughs> totally stupid. Uh, Resident Evil 4 and the remake. Uh, Resident Evil 4, of course, with, yeah, it's all about, like, the second half of that game is basically one long escort mission. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say even, because uh, I, I got really into the um, the Dynasty Warrior games with, like, the, the spinoffs. Yes. Uh, Musou games have a the ton Muso of games these, really right? have a, like, uh, Especially, like, uh, Fire Emblem. The Fire Emblem, uh, 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 the Three Houses or Three Hopes. Uh, there's a lot of escort missions, and it's just like I can't. There's like 500 dudes on the screen. I can't walk you. I can't hold your hand while you go to one section or another. I need you to be able to move forward. Yeah, I mean those games because you're just surrounded by waves of enemies. There's nothing but combat. So yeah, trying to keep someone alive, like I can't even keep track of where I am in those games half the time, let alone who I'm supposed to be escorting. Let's see, Silent Hill it's, had a lot of this. It's Max funny, like games. As, as someone who was super into Counter Strike before it hit uh, retail, third of those missions were uh, uh, VIP slash escort missions, and it's like you wouldn't even know that if you played the game now. They just uh, yeah. they just obliterated that fact that that entire sect of missions. VIP Didn't Gold, Goldeneye has a pretty famous escort mission, right? Yeah, but, uh, I believe. And then, uh, of course, kind of a series that started this way, and, and I, I think it's been in every iteration, uh, Dead Rising. Ton mm. of escort missions. Mm. You know, the first game especially was sort of built around finding the survivors and leading them back to the safe house and had the whole time weird time mechanic where certain survivors would be in certain places certain times of day. But Dead Rising, uh, yeah, again, notorious for, like, they would usually just kind of cower in fear as the zombies approached, and you yeah. had to fight off waves of zombies. How and... dare you turn modern gaming into Mickey Mousecapade, like, in 2023? It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah, escort missions, tailing missions, close cousins, both of them, a little overdone. Let's uh, go easy on that stuff, folks. Just, ball, like, ball, let's ball. go, too. We'll be right back, people. That's our show. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you really did just pull every sound. My you bad, could. my bad. Um, uh, number two. Number two. Number two is one that's going to be maybe maybe a little difficult for you. Hopefully, you grab some sounds. But I um, did. I made. This is sounds. one probably the most the most notorious game on our list. Is is 
when I say this, I think 99% of listeners will think of the same game. And this is flying or driving through rings as a requirement. Uh, those are two different Hanna-Barbera shows. It's yeah, from their library, so but like, yes. I know, but those are two different shows. Also, the Jetsons are actually the worst Hanna-Barbera show. That is not, not true. Debate. Tell it. Oh, my it's God. Kanye would be so mad at you right now. What? I don't give a shit if Kanye's mad at me. You don't want to be in his good side? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, the, the side that is not the side he's on is the not anti-Semitic side, so I'm going to be on the side that he is not on. Got That's it. the point. You Got know it. who's not anti-Semitic is Superman. But Superman yes. 64 is the game I think 90% so, probably thought of. Here's the thing. It is what I think of, and I think it's like it's a bad video game. How many people have actually played I have. Superman 64? I played I it. Not. It's garbage. I, yeah, it's, it's very, very bad. Okay. But but it's yeah, it's, the it's whole not game is that it's not just the the flying through rings thing because uh man what was I playing recently like um okay I'll single one of my favorite game series out Far Cry mm-hmm. Far Cry does it Far Cry Far Cry, Far Cry has optional missions oh totally and like it's it's almost amazing they give you the option to fly at all but the only thing they give you to do is fly through rings is in yep. terms of missions. Uh, otherwise, you don't need to really get in a plane. Um, and shit, what? A, oh, Hogwarts Legacy had a shitload of it. Yeah, uh, this one, year? one of this year's most controversial games. At least in Hogwarts Legacy, they were always. It was literally just like there were Quidditch rings throughout the world, and it was kind of a collectible. Like you did no, not. Well, need I mean, the, the the when you have to like beat times and shit. The only You're right, way they there can, was that one mission. Yeah, yeah, the one set of missions. The only way they can make sure you've stayed on course and actually played the track because you're on a goddamn broom, unrestricted broom, is by hitting those rings, and it it becomes like a de, what do you call it? A de facto to keep you on rails. They, right. A lot but of games. Not use the rings. first time that was in like Harry Potter games were sort of notorious for the yeah. ring sequences before. Like they've always had bad ring sequences. And so, yeah, that makes perfect sense that it would have been in this year's game. Uh, it's everything, see. every flying game, except Microsoft flight simulator. What does that tell you? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's yeah, one yeah. of my least favorite things about like playing like a, a Star Fox, and there was like a game that oh, came out very recently uh, that I was playing on Xbox. I'm literally booting it up because I don't remember the name of it because it was kind of really trash. Uh, Everspace Two, Everspace Two, oh, it, it, and, it, and it's not great. Also, that game is not great. But you, when it, you know, when great. it's great is when they're used in racing games as boosts. So like Diddy Kong yeah. Racing, yeah. Sonic Racing Transformed. Like if you're going to make me go through a ring in the sky, it better shoot me out the other end like a fucking rocket. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Oh, man. Diddy Kong Racing. What a good game. What, what a game that should be brought back. Even Forza has this now. It's not rings. They're like the flags, right? On like yeah. the rally tracks. Like you got to get between the flag markers. You can fail a race if you don't but hit that, it. That makes sense because of like, like you said, like it makes sense in a Forza or even in an excite truck where sure, yeah, like yeah, this a, is the race course yeah you have yeah. to get a race but like chris said like if you're playing a game i'm playing far cry or i'm playing hogwarts i was supposed to have free raid that's the whole point of the game yeah mm-hmm. and now you're like here's this rail i need you i need you to go on this specific roller coaster ride like i want to go on a roller yeah. coaster ride go to, go to universal like 
I, I want to enjoy the world. I, I don't. It always it. feels like this is the tour of the world. Like Star Wars games, sort of notorious for this. Like the flying Star Wars games. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, go through these set of rings, and it's like, did you just want me to have this particular angle and view of the world as we did this? Like, what? Why are we? What are we doing here? Actually, that's one of the some of the more frustrating missions in Lego Star Wars, where there's just like random nine rings around you in 360, 360 degrees, hit them all in a certain amount of time. Like, what order? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Well, here's a game that you love. You brought it up already on the show. Tears of the Kingdom has ring missions. Does it? The, the things where you dive, you skydive, and you oh, have to true. hit the rings and beat a certain time. Like I suppose, same same principle. I suppose that does count. It, that one that way at least is done compelling because it really is like there were some tight races there where it's like I was. Because you get better rewards if you if you get better times, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like figuring out how to just go full barrel down the whole way, and yeah, you know, it was it was fun in that game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I should, really, I should really play those games. Play that game. I still hate exploding it's barrels more. It's uh, yeah. I mean, but the flying through rings thing, I get why people do it, especially like for flying. It's like, well, we kind of need to tell you where to go, and it's like the only way to really kind of do that other than arrows, I guess, at the top of the screen. But it just feels so weird. Like, why in, why I, I in don't, Far Cry am I looking at floating rings? I don't get something here? like Forza, where like, yeah, a lot of it is off-pavement, but like, you are incentivized in that game to stay on, what, the most tractable surface area. You don't have yeah. to put flags or a ring there, because like, if you go off the track, if your tire hits mud... You're fucked. You're all, you can make those without a trope like rings or. or they they really flags. just use the flags in like the rally levels where it's like yeah, about uh, like, what's the road we, here? Yeah, we do motor. We do like uh, Forza Motorsport. Like, yeah, you could, but like like Matt said, like there's also off ramp. There's also so many things like that could go into it. Yeah, the, the rally levels. I see why they're there, especially like. With the weather effects they have in that game, it's like all of the ground is covered with snow, and and they at least they're easy to see and stuff. But it is. It, I just pointed out is like, please don't think this is a trope that's gone away. Modern games still lean heavily on this thing, and and I hate to say it, but like it's been around. God, maybe what Star Wars Arcade Cab? Weren't there ring sequences in that one? Like the whole Death Star run? Maybe I'm getting um, that maybe uh yeah thirty twenty ten this week thirty years old Star Wars Arcade this week. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's been around for quite some time, although made notorious by that awful Superman. Superman. Uh, Superman and Pilot, Pilot Wing 64. Oh, there you go. <laughs> made it. Hey, not a bad game, though. Not I mean, no. there's like not an opponent or anything. To... <laughs> Rings are your opponent. That's all you have. <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably right. where the Superman game got it from. And look at look at here. We're already we're already here. We've already arrived at R. As long as you are out there, you will never be number one. <laughs> this entry is so bad that we have done an entire show dedicated to this premise. This is something that really grinds my gears, me. Peter. You know what really grinds my gears? What? What is it, Maddie? This is, I don't know how you refer to it. I guess TV Tropes, which is a website that we use often to cite examples for the show, they call it like the injured hero character. I call it like the staggering slash limping. It's basically sequences in games where they they hurt your main character and it limits your mobility, limits your movement. And it's always yes. meant to, to tell a story. It's like, oh, this guy is concussed and it might be accompanied with a Saving Private Ryan concussion tone. Or Let's see what Destiny Hanna-Barbera did this. You're not letting us hear what Hanna-Barbera has to 
no, say please. about this? I don't know why that was in the library at all. Like they were ahead of their time. Rest in peace, Chester. Boy, what I what I hear is you guys hate. I hear you guys hate selling. Uh, selling what? You don't understand. I never thought of it. Selling. Yeah, it <laughs> you, is selling. you you obviously don't understand. Uh, as Jim Cornette would say, you don't understand real stories, Helen. Like, everyone just goes out there and does their moves, and it just magically gets healed. That's what I'm hearing from this but number some of one. This, it, some of this selling is Dolph Ziggler-level selling, T.O., where it's it's just ridiculous. It's like, I get it, man. My character was shot. I'm playing a video game. This is supposed to be a power fantasy. Please don't make me limp. It, I guess it really only bothers me where it's like an extended amount of time, where yeah. it's like, more than like five seconds is like we. I've seen enough. I get it, it has been used excessively in mm-hmm. modern gaming. Just uh, well, yeah. Well, I think I think what happened is people saw the microwave sequence in Metal Gear Solid Four, and everyone thought to themselves, "Pain's diarrhea." <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you crawl through a microwave, it's bound to have something happen. Trigger to your something intro. in your body. Yeah, but no, I mean, I think that is that is a very famous sequence, very emotional sequence, and they're like, ah, oh, we should we should just do this, you know? Like we've we've spent all this time working on traversal mechanics in our game, and so we might as well just come up with all new animations and all new character movement speeds and stuff. I think I make th- what I really think it is. I think it is developers trying to take the stakes from a cutscene and have it be something playable. Yeah, it I just agree. I think I it's agree. been done to excess because normally we'd see a character suffer in a way we're not normally controlling him and now they just put us in that position where you limp forward and it's just like all right, it's been a minute. All I can do is push forward, can't draw my weapon, can't heal even though I have plenty of healing items. Mm-hmm. But I want yeah. to talk about that that little dissonance there. I mean, and I, I'm struggling yeah. to come up with a, a specific example, but because I feel like I see it so oh. frequently. Oh, I oh, mean, Far, uh, Far Cry is a, God of War is a good example where, like, you you're in, you are completely God indestructible until you're not. Far Cry has that thing where it's like fucking you pull the giant splinter out of your hand, but then there's sometimes where you know you oh no you're really hurt this time, and it's like well, how, what's different about all the other times I was on the brink of death, like. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind if it's like a natural part of like, oh, you're really fucking hurt. You need to get to something because uh, that's stakes. But when it's just like the drama of a cutscene that I'm forced to play through for over a minute, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 don't like. Uh, a modern example of this: Red Dead Redemption Two, and I won't, I won't give a major spoiler, but something happens to one of the main characters oh where he God. he realizes something is seriously wrong with himself, and like. Walks like all basically an entire city block with this injured walk, and it's just like, okay, we get it. Yep, I I, I understand what just happened to this gentleman. This is not good, but uh, yeah, I mean, there there are, there are so many games that do lean on this, and I think you nailed it, Chris. It's like it's a way of taking out agent taking agency out of the player's hands while still giving them agency. It's like, well, yeah, technically you can move, you can turn around, but like I know what they really want me to do is get to point B over there so they can continue the actual story. And then to TL's point about selling earlier, the problem with it is it almost creates more of this ludonarrative dissonance. There's that phrase that I hate. Um, because like, yeah, typically then they recover in a matter of minutes to, so you can finish the damn game. It's like, okay. usually play a cutscene anyway. 
Yeah. Why not just have show my character hurt from multiple perspectives, oozing wounds, the kind I can't notice if I'm playing third person or first person. I think the one that really made me hate this trope was, um, and I don't even know if it's still in there because this game changes so much, but Destiny 2 in the campaign, one of the earliest missions, like it was almost an entire mission. You had to walk slowly through the mission as you were injured. And sometimes occasionally shooting at creatures. And I think you were down like just to one gun or something. And it was just like, this is destiny. This is supposed to be the ultimate power fantasy. I'm supposed to be a badass who can kill anything with any gun. And it's just like, and now I'm limping through this game. That well, I- the big thing with destiny now, especially during the Lifefall campaign, which is really great, by the way, uh, is like while you were getting your strand powers, after you got done with it, it kind of like cut off your... Oh, this is a strand game? Oh shit! Uh, Destiny's a strand game now. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't write that Kojima shit into my Destiny. It's when it gets anyway, wacky. Anyway, <laughs> you lose you lose your powers. You get cut off from the light, and then you you get no powers. But it's not like you're walking around sh- like, oh, I'm hurt. It's kind of like, oh, hey, this is like a new power. I need to adjust to it, type of thing. And then you go into Tron. Tron. I yes. have a Tron. I have a clip of that. What's wrong, Sora? I want us to be together forever. I is wrong Disney folder. My I, mistake. I really hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Kingdom Hearts so much. <laughs> so so much. Uh, but yeah, limping. Limping. limping, limping, yeah. We, we did a whole top five about this. Go, go look it up if you want. But um, yeah, I, it's something I really dislike, and a lot of games do. I think, but my first memory of this might be Max Payne games. I feel like they do this a lot as well. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's he's shot to shit. He takes a lot of painkillers. He's got a drug problem. Yeah, you probably would. You probably lose keep, control of your motor functions. I feel I'm thinking of Mass Effect, but I don't know if my memories are being clouded here. I think the ending, I think certainly the ending of Mass Effect 3, there's a little limping for sure. There's something something going on there. Should have looked into this yeah. more. Because I, I to remove the kayfabe here, however long Michael spends on sound effects, going through 800 Hanna-Barbera sound effects and their adjacent documentation took way longer than finding specific gaming examples. Honestly, good. You deserved that. You did that to yourself. I did, did it for you. Story. I did it for you. You love this. I... I don't have to defend. I don't have to defend my love uh, for Hanna Barbera. I feel like you do. I don't have to defend my love for Hanna Barbera. They are classic cartoons. Just because I grew up with a culture, with an actual meaning, with a state. What? Just because I grew up. Wait, is up... this what for the culture means? It's a Hanna Barbera no. reference? I've always. Just because I, I grew that. up with. Titans of an industry that what? people that people actually like are more fond of than what you what they think doesn't what? mean I'm wrong. Yes, it does. I'm not, out really here, I'm not out here fighting for Ruby Spears. I'm not out here fighting sure. for Filmation. I'm not out here fighting for Hannah Barber. For Jabberjaw. The creators, the creators of Tom and Jerry. Like uh, this is what Tom I'm and Jerry's the best. For. It's Without Hanna Barbera, there's no Tom and Jerry. Yeah, but everything they did after that is terrible. For a different medium, television was a different medium at the time. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Rocky and Bullwinkle still funny. 
Uh, now I feel like we're just limping toward the end of the top five. So I'm going to cut them off here. Boom. And we are going to close out segment one in record time. I feel like, ah, 40, yeah, we're still almost 50 You're about to say record time. It is the exact same time. Yeah, well, Michael's we, we somewhere to, good. We tend good. to wander. But look, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about new releases, news, and more. So stay tuned. Come on, ball. Here on a hit on a hit of it all. Here on a hit on a hit of Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. I was considering uh, cloning you and my voice. Oh. And then didn't find the time to do that but that's within the technological abilities i mean well there's so with that in mind and we talk about replacing people i uh would like to reintroduce jr here hi i'm jr rawls and i suck and i'm gay and i don't like my kids and i'm a stupid moron with a big butt and my butt smells and i like to kiss my own butt and so i went to the trouble <laughs> over the last couple weeks of extracting long form audio ai sucks I admit it's not good. It's really dumb. That is less than three minutes of JR audio. Granted, you know how I could have done that quicker? I could have called him. I could have arranged an appointment with him. I could have paid him. But this I got to do for free. And it's today. I guarantee you, five years, probably less, you're going to be able to take the podcast we do, select my voice, and just say, copy all instances of this voice, clone it, and it's going to be... Utterly indistinguishable from me to anyone listening. Hi, I'm J.R. Rawls, and I suck. Yes, totally. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And we're back with the second segment of our show, where I won't use Michael's gimmick, because we have a special... Way to transition to the next segment. Chris, hit my music. I slam my penis in the car door. You slam your penis in the car door. That was the wrong one. That's <laughs> not my music. Hold oh, on. That would be great break song. We have a very special new segment. It's very long. I'm not, I'm not talking over it. That's it, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> God damn. God damn. Now you're inside the oak. Bow, bow, bow. 
So one of two things is going to happen at that point. It's either going to be like the Olympics because it doesn't get much more epic than that, or, or, or fucking Fraggle Rock, or Funny or Farm. It's going to be Funny Farm for like funny the ninetieth right. uh, time. Great outdoors. Uh, if, you, if you have the if you have the the idiot, I will do it. Uh, Madden's out today. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that's the new uh, new releases song. When Michael's not around, we can get away with anything. Anything I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, new releases. Um, so again, breaking tradition, breaking the rules. I'm starting off the new releases segment. Looking around, looks over his shoulder. Guys, I'm starting it off with a movie, not a game. What? Okay. I, what the hell? I was brought here for a very specific game. <laughs> I saw. I saw a an early screening. Of the Gran Turismo movie, oh. and I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> it was actually, it was actually fine. It was actually, I mean, is as last Starfighter type clones go, it's fine. It's I, it actually Not is the here. latest in this weird trend of marketing execs as main heroes of movie. In this case, it's Orlando Bloom as a Nissan marketing exec who has this brilliant idea of. Recruiting people with Gran Turismo the game and proving they can be actual racers because Gran Turismo is more of a sim than a racer. And blah, I love blah, that blah. It's, it's, a, it's a true story to bring people into racing. I've never heard of this. You failed. <laughs> it's bad movie. I mean, it's, but it, the fact that the actual driver, yeah, who it, he's the stunt driver in the movie, like he does yeah. all the driving yeah. sequences in the movie, is pretty cool. It's pretty neat. And um, yeah, some some gnarly shit happened to that dude in real life and that the movie doesn't shy away from it like i like a good sports movie let's just say that i'm a sucker for a good sports movie and racing movies in particular like you know even if it's capably made it's gonna have a lot of good tension and like you're gonna root for the guy to win the race and like this movie hits all the right notes and it's totally fine and it's like i was expecting this thing to be catastrophically bad. <laughs> like, I, I just wasn't... I didn't have many... I, I'm disappointed in the, in the director who's doing it, but he, it's the District 9 guy. He's very, very gifted. Neil Blomkamp. It is Neil, Neil Blomkamp, who, honestly, though, after District 9, hasn't uh, yeah, really yeah. done a ton of, of very successful things, maybe. Yeah. You know? you got to watch I mean, the, the, the Die Antwoord short circuit movie. It's fucking gloriously terrible. I mean, like, I... Chappie. Here's the thing. I, uh, Chappie. Oh, oh that's Chappie. right. Oh, my God. Love Chappie. Uh, here's the thing. I am of two minds of this. I love a good sports movie, too. Uh, yeah. However, like Chris, I fucking hate biopics. So, like, I, I hate them. But it's not, biopic, it's not a biopic. It's not a biopic because this isn't, like, a super famous guy. Like, this is, I, I wasn't joking. It's The Last Starfighter. It's like, yeah, yeah. Plays a video game, a, gets recruited. Base, it's based on a shoe story. I oh I'm never a big fan of those, and in the current climate to keep things a little topical, I'm a little you know I'm kind of a little tired out of of of, of white people coming to save a black sportsman. I'm just gonna say that I'm just a little little. You got little, who's gonna open the who's gonna open the back curtain for you, TL? <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the one thing I will say about this movie: the two best performances. Um, one of them is given David Harbor. He can kind of save anything he's in. He's fucking amazing. And mm. actually, we're going to bring him up a little later on in the show. But David Harbor makes this movie. Like, Dude, he, he, is he made something on amazing. Netflix, Frankenstein's Monsters, Monsters Frankenstein, that is fucking weird and hilarious and half an hour and awesome. And everything mm. else he's put in, it's just like, 
God, he can't say no to anything, can he? He's very sought yeah. after, but not for the right reasons. I will say, David Harbor uh, is great. the best part. Is the best part of Newsroom. Is he in Newsroom? Oh my gosh, <laughs> his character in Newsroom is the best part. Of right, I forgot. I forgot that was David Harbor. And the other, the other guy yeah. who gives like an amazing performance. I'm gonna. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name, but Jaimon Hansu is so fucking good in this movie as the dad. He's kind of oh, like the. So He's he's great. He's great Ooh. in everything he's in. So he, um, both of those guys, sort of elevate this movie way beyond where it should have any right being. Like in the theater I was in, and granted, early screenings people tend to be a bit friendlier toward movies. It's just the case. But they were we were cheering by the end. Like you know, we, it was the full theater was cheering. So uh, Gran Turismo, not terrible. And actually, that brings me to my first new game release. Uh, it ended up making me. It worked as a commercial. I was playing Gran Turismo Seven. All day. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That that's out of here. We're not doing that this week. Got it. Um, no, I, I. It made me go back and play Gran Turismo Seven and give that game a second look, um, which has morphed into a live game since I played it when it first launched. Like the menu screens were not recognizable at first. Um, there's like an mm. event going on where if you. If you do a certain thing, beat a certain lap time, they give you like the car from the movie and stuff, and they're they're doing what they need to. But um, yeah, I I quite liked this movie, so I no complaints. Grand Turismo Seven, good. You can, um, you can speaking just of old hear, games, you can hear Michael rolling around in his stomach pains, diarrhea, <laughs> like <laughs> just Matt talking about a one year old game. Oh, yeah. oh my, oh boy. <laughs> um, the other old game I played, but this one is a new release this week because it was a surprise announcement. I think they did this either a year ago or two years ago, but uh, it was QuakeCon this week, and oh, they yes. um, they did a surprise re-release of Quake Two mm-hmm. on Game Pass and uh, you know Xbox and PC systems, and it's they they added a bunch of enhancements just like they did uh, with Quake One. They didn't add ray tracing, but basically it runs in quote unquote 4K because it's like it's 4K, but it's <laughs> it is it is and, like, those yeah. those games optimized by microsoft it kind of show you the, the power your xbox one x should be achieving like a, mm-hmm. a game you know you know it's quality but running at the highest of highest any game can run the, oh yeah yeah i haven't played two yet but it, i played the, the first quake remake it's and it like was, 120 hertz yeah know, it was incredible it was like that. hilarious to look at i was gonna say we are one game away from the perfect Quake game on oh, Xbox. Oh, oh. Quake 3. Hey, we're 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 <laughs> uh, it really was an Quake accident. Three, yeah. Quake 3 is such a great game. We're almost there. We're almost there. I, I mean, yeah, give it another year, maybe two years. I can't remember if the first one was two years ago or, or one. Top, what is time? But no, it's fine. It, it's uh, They've added a bunch of enhancements for this. Um, not only kind of it's running it the best it's ever looked. They added a bunch of accessibility features um, to kind of bring it up to speed there. A lot of stuff to enhance the experience on console if you're playing on a console with a controller versus mouse and keyboard, the way these games are meant to be played. It has the original expansion packs from the first game. It has an all-new, brand-new story expansion created right. just for this re-release uh, with an all-new multiplayer map. Um, I, I don't know about you guys. Like, I... Was I, I don't think I'd ever consider myself a Quake player. Like I, I liked the games back in the day, but I wasn't like getting online, going in the lobbies, doing online every night. Quake was for multiplayer, right? The single player campaign was there, and this one had a campaign. And, and really, you 
you really feel how dated those campaigns are when you jump into them and go, oh my mm-hmm. god, we've come so... like You really see how Half-Life did change like what a campaign in an FPS can be. I was enjoying the shit of the Quake 1 remake, and I'm just like... And then I got stuck. I'm like, I'm not painstakingly trying to figure this bullshit out. No. No, no, I'm done playing the game. The triangle puzzle as you look to the window on the east foreground. No, I... But to me, Quake was my game, right? Like, where he was talking about Counter-Strike or Unreal uh, Tournament. Like, Quake was it. So when I was in high school, uh, some mad lads... Shout out Sandwood High School, Jacksonville, Florida. Some uh, mad person... Uh, interconnected all of the computers in our inner school uh, network. Oh, the land! My God, gotcha. yeah, our, our land to run Quake. So whatever school you were at, wherever computer you were at in the school, you could Amazing. play Quake too. Amazing uh, against uh, people. So that was against Jonathan Fatality Wendell. I think is his last name oh. is. That's uh, that's the fat- famous Quake guy, right? Fatal One T, please. Fatal One T, please. His With his sponsor, name. and this is a real thing because I used to go to CES when his sponsor at the time was Creative Labs, makers of the Sound Blaster, ah. a thing your computer hasn't had for. Two decades now. This human man is brought to you by Ball Soda. (laughs) I was talking about Ball Soda literally last weekend. Looked it up. They still make Ball's energy drink. Mm. They do. It is very expensive to get. Oh, for why for a ten for a twelve pack of ten like ten ounces? It is thirty dollars. Jesus. Is this like when they brought back Surge and then overcharged us on Amazon? Like you can only mm. get this in one spot, and it's I guess. not as good as you remember it. Yeah. But by I the guess. way, Surge, Surge is no Mountain Dew Sarah. Code Red. Or okay, yeah. okay. Listen, it's not, I, I it's love not. I love Code Red. It's probably my preferred Mountain Dew. It's better like, than I, Surge, in my opinion. It, I would say it's better than Surge, but we're not going to denigrate Surge. Surge was a pretty good soda. Then go to Burger as, King. As it's still it's still at Burger King. The, the worst no, burger. It's, it's exclusively at Burger King still. The fact that they don't that. call it Surger King is a is a missed marketing opportunity. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do <laughs> wish I had. <laughs> I do wish I had Code Red Zero here in Florida. Uh, um, I'm going to get to the main again event game. TL. I'm going to keep going on old games. So yeah, Quake Two re-release. It's on Game Pass. Check it out if you have fond memories of Quake Two. Um, Red Dead Redemption, not two, the original one, which Ugh. is the second game in the Red Dead series, not confusing at all. That uh, that came to Switch, and it comes complete with the um, Undead Nightmare expansion. So Rockstar you can officially that. say it released more than one game this generation. You get all that for the low, low price of $50 on your Nintendo mm. Switch, nope. or $7 on sale on your Xbox. There you go. Do that. Take your pick. Uh, let's see, a game that looks old but is not, and it's intentionally looks that way, Vampire Survivors came to the Switch. I'm actually shocked that the Switch can run Vampire Survivors. Really? Because, like, Vampire Survivors, at first glance, when you look at it, you're like, okay, not much going on here. And then it's kind of a lot. Played, if you've played into minute 20 of Vampire Survivors, it's like, yeah. holy shit. How is my Xbox not on fire right now with the amount of things putting on the screen? So, yeah, it can run on Switch, too, and it's there now. So go check that out another old game god damn this is what's up with this week radiant silver gun what came to PC. 
<laughs> Sorry, it, Ooh, it's a great why? game. <laughs> why is he so mad at Radiant Sun? I don't know. I just had it on the board. I apologize. The, the Treasure Shmup from 1998. Um, some might is this a precursor to Ikaruga, or did it came after Ikaruga? I think it came before. before. Ikaruga. It came before right. Ikaruga because Ikaruga is a is a uh, uh, Dreamcast game, I believe. There, uh, there is some shared DNA between these yeah. games, though, in terms of the color schemes. I mean, with uh... yeah, I mean, Radiant Silvergun is fucking tremendous. It's amazing. I just, it's I don't game, know yeah. why you would make. I mean, that's like saying, like, well, no, because I'd be more happy for like a Gunstar Heroes being remade than Radiant Silvergun. Well, it's not a remake. I think it's literally just, just a, a, a port, a port to get mm. it current on PC, which is like. Yeah, that game should be able to be run on a PC. It's an amazing shmup. It's one of the last, you know, out of that era, it's it's one of the last golden age, great, I don't know, whatever you want to say about shmups. Like, Radiant Silver Guns yeah. up there with Ikaruga. It, yeah. it's, it's like Treasure doing at its it, finest, you know? I would say it's Treasure doing Treasure and doing it tremendously. Like it's There are so game. many systems in that game, and, like, those games are already bullet hell hard to beat on its own and then you have to take into account like if you want to get the score multipliers with the color and if you want to use the sword to chart you know you soak up bullets and you charge it to have the big sword so it, there's it's a lot going it's a lot that game it's uh extra as the kids say not even the yeah. kids but uh i quite love it and it's out on pc now and to get you current but we are not here to talk about all that bullshit and i'm kind of glad we're doing this when michael's out because he wouldn't tolerate this and he and wouldn't Chris, let me play the sound effect but but also Chris, you need you need to shut the fuck up during the segment and let TL run because now is the special VGA annual tradition at this point. What game are we talking about? Are you ready for some football? Monday night <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the Madden rap. Like, I, how, how do you Michael do has that? Rap? I don't. Mm. Wait, no, I have it here. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I I did not have it. I did. It's, this says uh, kick. Why is this the fox and the hound dog? Wow. <laughs> wow. Why did anyway, do John Madden. Madden 24. How, how, 24. What's going on with the football? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Madden 24. Michael does all this too, but edits it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very annoying. Every week we're like, Michael, yeah. please stop. You know, bring it back uh, in. Yeah, so Madden 24, we're one away from going back to 2012 with Madden 25. <laughs> that Look was in 2012? That. that was in 2012. Uh, oh, my God. I would have told you Madden 25 was like last year's. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It wasn't. It was a oh, while ago. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Madden uh, Madden uh, 24. We're here. We're back with more let's, Madden, let's, baby. Let's talk about let's what's new this year because that's that's uh, what I want. Honestly, the oh, so the only thing that's really new this year is kind of the mini camp stuff. Uh, they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to bring back a lot of old Madden systems. Back uh, to Madden, you know, back when Madden were, were complete games on the <laughs> old PlayStation Two and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty systems. When you had, now, like, what do you mean? They were complete games. What, what like when you have like mini camps and the 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 actual like seasons, like the all of that's modes, there those. in Ultimate in in Madden Ultimate Team. You just refuse to interact. I, with I, that I will never. I will never. I will never take part of a free to play system. I will not spend your seventy dollar game. Money. Exactly. I will not spend <laughs> additional money to buy players no thank you um, yeah but i mean I'm, I'm being serious a lot of that yeah. stuff has been in there like you can do mini camp type drills in that 
right. game but mode. So now they, they have they now pulled it out. Pulled it out. Okay. Yeah, for okay. everybody. There's been a lot of like there's been a lot of like under the hood stuff that's been fixed for uh Dynasty mode, kind of making it a little bit more again robust and like the older games. Um but still not there yet. Like this game it's very weird. It does feel like a improvement to twenty three, but this will be the first time I've said this. This really does feel like it should just been a roster update. And I we can vehemently skip this one. You think? Yeah, I, I vehemently like that is a, a point I hate. I'm not a fan of that point, but like until they fix this ed- engine, and I, I know that um, uh, it's running on Frostbite still. It's still running on Frostbite. I know, like, when <laughs> so, uh, Cat Bailey has brought this up before. Like that engine has shown its fucking age. It is. Not great. It's it's not fun. It makes Correct, games correct me if I'm wrong. Fun. Yeah, here's here's my take on Frostbite is it was controversial when they ported the game over to Frostbite because everyone at the time was like, Hey, this doesn't seem like a good fit for a sports game. And so even when when Fro- this is when Frostbite was considered a cutting edge engine, it wasn't a right fit. I feel like it never really hit its stride on the Frostbite engine before the the discourse changed to what you just said where it's like well now this engine's feeling dated and so i i feel like madden and frostbite never really gelled maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe there are a few no. years there people look back on fondly and you're absolutely right it's it it is very wild to me to say that i don't think a madden game has been overtly enjoyable like as an actual game experience since 2008 Wow. Which is a fucking wild thing to say. Like, we're talking 15 years, man. It's 15 years. That's like three times the average career length of an NFL running back. Actually, more like five times the average. Yeah. And and, (laughs) and buying Madden Madden is more money than they'll ever see. (laughs) Wow. Hey, hmm. um, that's disappointing. Like I, I do. Yeah. We don't talk about these games much on the show, but I, I just like I'm a sucker for a good sports movie. I'm a good sucker for a good sports game, and I kind of, I miss when Madden games were events. And I can't tell. Um, I actually had this discussion with someone in the office today where they were, they they were talking about like Mountain Dew as a brand, uh, which we were talking about code right earlier. Where they were like, man. I, I just miss, I feel like it was awesome when Mountain Dew was huge and was this big brand that everyone talked about. And I said, dude, Mountain Dew's just as big as it's always been. The difference is you aged out of their target demographics, so you never see the ads for Mountain Dew anymore. I'm like, it, trust me, like, kids yeah. love Mountain Dew. And I, I didn't I age out. Know, they, they now make hard Mountain Dew, which is delicious. That's true. I, I want to, well, we're also way out of, that. that that's an 18, to, well, not 18, that's a 21 to 24-year-old. Yeah, I couldn't right drink more than two one. of those. So... I wonder the same thing with Madden though. Is like, hey, am I just not getting exposed to the marketing, or are Madden games less of an event than they used to be? They are less of an event than yeah. They, they used, used to be like, in the, the like the top five sellers of the year, and they haven't been for some time. Yeah, and I, I do think it's like once you've ruined that fan base, like it, it goes through. And I think what's even more frustrating about it is EA has been putting out better sports games. Like I think the like I, I think the hockey game, uh, hockey, the soccer games are really good. I think the hockey game is really good. I think there's a lot of like really cool designs. Like the fact that I can't like in the hockey game, I can create my own 
uh, NHL team in whatever city I want to and design the jerseys and design all that stuff, and I can't do that in Madden, is wait, wait, frustrating. You're, you're telling me I could create the Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs with Shorzy number 69 and take them to the, win the you cup. You better believe it. Give your fucking balls game. a tug, Matt Allen. <laughs> give, your, give your balls a tug, buddy. I took your mom to Madden last night, bud. <laughs> Left the lens yeah, cap on total amateur hour over there. Yeah. It's just, what's called, it's just I don't know. Um, I would say, as someone who pays money for it, uh, it might be a Madden to pass. Uh, okay. And it, well, it sucks. I mean, it's it has crossplay now. So that's cool. Really? Wow. That's, yeah. that's a big deal. It has I feel like that should be the new feature they tell. Uh, it probably will be, but yeah, it's just also okay. not Madden. And and you can try this before you buy because if you are a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber that gives you access to EA Play and as part of EA Play, you get this trial. It's kind of fucked. So here's the thing. With EA Play, you get this trial where you can play before the game comes out. If you buy the Deluxe Edition, you can play the game before it comes out. If you just want to buy the Standard Edition, you can't... You couldn't have played this game before it came out, right? So it's like you either right. just have to play the trial... Or bought the expensive version, but if you just want to be, hey, I just want to give you my 60, 70 bucks, whatever it is, you can't just do that and play early this year. Right. Anyway, but yeah, and if you have Game Pass Ultimate, check it out, because you get that trial period, and how, how long does that let you play for? It's like four hours? Ten like hours. Ten hours. Ten hours. More than enough time to figure out if you like Madden or not. That's that's barely enough to get me out of the bronze <laughs> I wanna, card. I want to say Madden in, in Madden's defense... NFL isn't as big as it was in 2008. Actually, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Is it? They have been doing gangbusters uh, numbers uh, for a while now. I think they've been doing with traditional broadcasters, but the NFL's reluctance to appear on other platforms means they're younger generations who do not give a shit. No, I actually actually think – so this is actually a bigger specific uh, conversation to have. I actually think that that is changing. I do think there's a lot more younger people are watching it. And I also think there's, it is not a coincidence that the quarterback position, which is the more famous position, has become more diverse over the time as well. Right now, Jalen Hurts is a, that's a household name. Patrick Mahomes is a household name. Like younger um, players, like. Who is he? <laughs> you don't watch football, so you don't count. I don't. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes is big enough where his piece of shit brother uh, is getting in trouble and no one knows who Jason Mahomes is. Uh, but no, I like they are actually looking at the numbers, not just from not just from uh, uh, streaming or television services, but it's the reason why YouTube TV went and got Sunday ticket. It's the reason why like uh, the the stadium prices have been selling out, and it is selling out to a younger de- demographic. Like it is really big, and especially like now they're doing their deals with Nickelodeon, where Nickelodeon yeah. uh, shows the games slime bowl, slime time, yeah, slime they do time. The slime time. Uh, they do it, the whole slide type thing. So, yeah. It's one of the last television things that advertisers can guarantee you're going to get a ton of eyeballs at exactly the time where you buy that ad, right? Like sports mm-hmm. are kind of the last bastion of that. So, yeah, that's also yeah, helping. Most live people. events. Most live events. It's But, yeah, in terms of TV deals, they've never been bigger than football. I, I don't No, I don't they've made big the deals, but I still think they're, they're, like, in terms of video games, they're not bringing in a young enough audience than – people who are aging out of games and still watching football. I also think it's like how they're marketing it too. Like the younger audience is there, they're just going to FIFA. Or it's much less boring. EA 
EA and NBA, NBA 2K has a lot of pe- players on that. Yeah. I think a lot of younger people are going there. Yeah, EA F- FC. I'm anxious to see how that does. This is the first year without that FIFA license, so yeah, we'll see. Anyway, all right. Well, that's it for new releases. It's time to transition. Sorry. All right, let's do this so he doesn't kill us. Let's play the actual news sound. Get me new picture of the Spider Man. <laughs> it almost I said Spider Man, not lemons, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's more This is the. <laughs> this is the maddest I've ever been. The madness I've ever been. Oh wow, mm-hmm. wow. Um, well, you're not going to be so mad with this next news bit. You know, THQ Nordic. Who could be mad about anything they do? Um, this is bad. Thank you. This is a bad transition. <laughs> I didn't know where to go with it, but I'll just dive right in. THQ Nordic had a showcase um, months after. E3, uh, but also before Gamescom. So they're kind of like, hey, maybe their thing, whole thing was like, we're going to be in between the big news beats and, and have our thing. And sure, you know, people paid attention. Um, I'm just going to go through the stuff that excited me about this showcase. So Please. TMNT, The Last, Last Ronin, Ronin. Ronan. <laughs> is getting a video game adaptation. This is the uh, 2020, it's based on the 2020 comic that tells a story basically Three of the four Turtles Ninja variety uh, have been killed. There's only one remaining. He gets to wear all of the weapons of the deceased Turtles, and he goes around uh, getting revenge, which uh, this is being developed by the uh, Destroy All Humans remake Mm -hmm, devs. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone's thinking it's going to be a God of War-like, and the assumption is because... In the comic, the turtle has all the weapons. You'll probably be able to swap between the four different weapons. Set. Now, did you guys read the comic? You know yeah. anything yes. about? Yes, I know. I have read all of Last Ronin. It's one of the greatest comics. It's very good. I've Isn't this the return life. of those two working together again? No. The uh... no, because uh, they had worked on stuff before. But this was this is actually the team that's been working on. Yeah, Beast and Wade, right? But this is the team that's been working on the IDW, uh, like the full IDW team. Like worked on the last Ronin. Uh, it's fucking great. It's really good. If you haven't read it, I would recommend reading it. Uh, is, it is it? Are we allowed to know who it is? Is it a no, spoiler? That's literally a spoiler. That's literally. It's like the first. Whoa. It's the end of the first issue. But my assumption. It, my assumption would be that it's Raph, right? Because it looks like Raph. No, it's 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 who it's 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 who I thought it was. Just by like yeah. that would be the most interesting choice. I would say it is. If you know your turtles lore, yeah, and canonically, who should be the last one? Who living? would be worst off is, as as the last turtle? But also, well, like the one who would be the last turtle, yeah, like that. That's it's one of the things. And and All right, so that's a big spoiler because I'm I am clueless. I might ask I you, mean, that, if you guys off mic. Spoilers, spoilers for Ronin. Okay, spoilers for Ronin. Uh, the last, the last Ronin is Michelangelo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, like, again. well, well. So that's the thing with Michelangelo. Like every every iteration of the turtles, he is the party guy with the goof, but he's like canonically the strongest turtle. Like that's like it was like a pot point in I think the 2003 cartoon 
where like he wins a tournament and we're just like yeah no if you actually tried you would be the strongest turtle so it does make sense in the canon of the story uh but it's okay. really great it's last yeah, but it's it, but like, it, it, it has that like uh what do you call it um arkham batman joker thing he still talks to every turtle yeah, and they hover around him, so they're all still there. There's plenty of room for them to all still be there. In flashbacks and in flashbacks. Um, it's just like this great Logan story for the turtles, like the last amazing. turtle story. And and I'm I'm intrigued as a video game. This sounds amazing. Then. Yeah, and there's like, there's there's room to grow if you've read the comic. Like there's yeah, there's amazing. other things to do there. And it, and and it's not terribly adult, but it's just a little more adult than I think most people would expect the turtles to be. A little more dour. Um, I can't wait. I think it's it, like the team scares me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Looking at well, the like stuff that's made. what freaked me out. With, like I saw the big Nickelodeon logo, and I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, they technically own this they, property. They own the turtles." Yeah, but I don't know. If this is what. They own. <laughs> yeah, but but Nickel- okay, but Nickelodeon. That's a misnomer, right? Because like Nickelodeon's owned by Viacom. You yeah. know, like it's it's just like that is the brand. Yeah, that but Viacom but Nickelodeon doesn't turtle. give a shit. Like they would do sure. Archie versus Predator stuff to turtles all day long. They don't care about like having them be a family friendly brand. Um, I, I can easily see this being a T to M rated game. Could oh, be cool. I, hope, I, if, so. if, I mean, if you're doing Ronin, if you're doing the last Ronin, it has to be mm-hmm. at least T. It could like it at least has to be T. Hey, speaking of Viacom franchises, South Park. My dudes, I'm sorry to say this, but South Park Snow Day is a a 3D South Park game, multiplayer co-op experience. Like it, it's like a. Didn't they do this? Didn't they do this on the N64? (laughs) I mean, this is giving me. That's what I. I hated to say. This is giving me strong like. N64 South Park game vibes. Like, even the visuals in that trailer of the 3D versions of their characters, I'm like, guys, you nailed... You finally nailed the South Park game formula with those role-playing games. Like, what? why Why do we need this? Why are we doing this? This multiplayer... I can't tell if it's like a League of Legends-like, but it's like one of those. It's an I'm, I'm going to guess game. just... And I, I don't know this, but the the amount of South Park work from the South Park studio... Trey and Matt, let's say, that went into those games was astronomical. And a lot of that was dialogue and story driven. I don't I want to say they don't have the time, but the last season of South Park was six episodes. <laughs> so, right. But wasn't and, that the reason why the last couple seasons of South Park have always been like truncated because they were working it's, on it's, games? It's usually. that I mean, in the that last game came out in twenty seventeen though, dude. Like, it's it's, it's that in the Paramount Plus uh the Paramount Plus exclusive mo- movies in giant air quotes. But uh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because they were, as far as I know, they were super invested in making a great South Park game. Whereas this sort of seems like the opposite of what we used to get. Somebody at the top yeah. threw a bunch of money and wanted a South Park game. Can you do some voices? And I don't think the team will be as directly involved because I don't think they care about multiplayer. <laughs> no. That's that's sort of the take I was getting. That's the feeling. I just watching this trailer, I was like, ah. All right. Well, at least we got the two amazing role-playing games, which, uh, yeah, they they still play just as well as they did when they came out. So check those out. Uh, here's a game that I know is fondly remembered. I didn't play the original. Did you guys ever play any Titan Quest? Because the sequels are coming no. and was announced. No, no, no. Isn't that okay. the Rob McClane, uh 
uh, it's uh, Mythic Quest. Uh, We're, uh, thank God the Ubisoft guy isn't here to clarify all this stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll move on. Um, Alone in the Dark got not one but two new trailers. These are character trailers featuring David Harbour as Edward Carnby. Uh, I feel like Michael should be here to talk about anything Alone in the Dark. There's also a second trailer um, featuring the character of Emily Hartwood played by Jody Comer. Oh, I think that's the reaction I was hoping. Fuck alone. I mean, you, fuck you alone in the dark. This dark. game's going to be bad, and I'm sick of David Harbor being shoehorned into horrible franchises. So here's the thing: like Gran Turismo, David Harbor, excellent. This looks like, and I put it. I literally wrote it in the notes. This trailer. It looks like the Indiana Jones animatronic in Disneyland. <laughs> how that looks compared to Harrison Ford. Like it's like oh. I can see that this started as a facial scan of David Harbour, who looks and acts nothing like David Harbour in this in in this digital form. It's 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 not looking so hot, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, there you go, <laughs> perfect. There perfect. You go. I belong on hey, the soundboard. Did you guys oh. know they're still making Trine games? <laughs> you could say you could say they're trying. They're really trying to make Trine games. Uh, okay, here's a little game. We'll play it again. Anyone's guess. Anyone's guess. Play a little game that I like to call. Okay, enough. enough. Let's play a game that I like to call. What iteration of Trine are we on? TL, your best guess. What number is it? Five. Seven. Craig? Craig. Okay, Chris, Chris nailed it. This is Trine 5. I played the first three. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm I did. Okay. They're all I'm about to say, I know I reviewed Trine 3. And then finally, the, again, there was a bunch of other like very PC-centric stuff shown that I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I didn't, didn't excite me. This excites me, A, because kind of like I liked the first game. I love racers. But then B, this is, I mean, top-tier dad jokery of a name. So Recreation ball, ball, is ball. the... Thank you. Is the open world sequel to Wreckfest that has a creation oh, mechanic in it. So recreation, you get to have players create their own tracks that other players online race against in this big sprawling open world type I environment. Man, that rec- sounds like a mania of a track experience that mm-hmm. I would love. You can rent rent your own servers out. It's really weird. No, it's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I liked Wreckfest, and you now have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, this to me looked like the coolest reveal at, at the event. They showed yeah. like a trailer where a dude is like building a track with loop-de-loops, and that's TL's point, like very Trackmania stuff, but like, yeah, design your own tracks, people race on it in an online world. Wreckfest was the one that was like, it's not really just a demolition derby game, but there's, it's obviously... Wrecking shit. It was like, is it was part like the, the stuntman. Uh, uh, yeah, stuntman people. That, that game was great, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the follow up uh, looks big, and again, top tier. Mwah, dad joke rename recreation. Like boy, uh, whoever, whatever agency you pay to come up with that. <laughs> top tier. Uh, and then just to bring it to close on a, on a bit of a more somber note, but it's it's a happy note. Um, so we know that uh, Zavala. What? In Destiny 2, uh, the, the voice oh. actor passed away, Lance Reddick passed yep. away. We did a whole show talking about uh, roles that Lance Reddick has played in games, but then we were kind of talking about what, what are some other actors with as much gravitas, and one of the names bandied about, 
is actually has been cast as as his replacement. So Keith, Keith David, David is the new voice of Zavala. It's yes. really hard to complain about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, if you're gonna, I, I'm nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. I'm nobody's hey. fourth Ghostbuster. <laughs> God, I love Keith David so much. Like I, I saw that. Literally, <laughs> like. Ah, my dad got cast in the game. I love <laughs> with reg- I mean, and, and regular work, right? Because it's like they're yeah. constantly yeah. putting content out for Destiny, so it's like, cool, man. Yeah, uh, I'll yeah. reiterate my favorite Keith David line from Community. I forget what Jeff was yelling at the Dean about. Like, that plan is too stupid to be evil and too evil to be stupid. And Keith David stands up, something's going to be stupid and evil. Candied cigarettes. <laughs> and he God, looks off into the David. distance like reminiscing candied cigarettes <laughs> so cool like it was funny like somebody was like somebody had like earnestly says like did you know he was goliath and gargoyles were like yes i've known that since the 90s Could did I you know you? he was dr facilier one of the best song numbers for halloween season are you ready i will say Transmogrification Central. That movie, I, I like that movie, like, fine enough, but I think that's Randy, I think that's Randy Newman's best music. It's it's, it's one of the best musical numbers in any Disney movie the last 20 years. It's very good. Yeah. Love that movie. But yeah, keep Yes. <laughs> nice. Well, anyway, that is all the news that's fit to play. And now it is time for our community segment, which, as always, say it with me, gentlemen, is... Segmenting our community. community. Oh, it's wrong, Sora. I want us to be together forever. (laughs) It's a pretty good community segment. That was was pretty good. Um, Uh, Last week's question of the week, as you may recall, what famous game character should be a in a fighting game who hasn't already been tl you weren't with us last week. So, what is your answer? What famous character? Who is that football player you mentioned earlier? Is a household name. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick you think Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes should be a fighting game character? No. Uh, uh, I would say uh, for me, like uh, actual like fighting game character. Uh, I can't say Sonic because Sonic was actually in a fighting game. So Sonic the, the Fighters. When he went in count, yeah, <laughs> that's the one, uh, man. That's that is the one. That's that is the, the one. actual the fighting only, game. The only the only fighting game. He's Sonic also been too. in Smash. I know. Yeah, that's not a fighter. It's not, we're, we don't we don't have time for that. It's not that's not a fighting game. Um, but I would that was TL that said that, not me this time. Uh I I would say I, I would love to see uh Big Boss Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater edition in a fighting game. I think she's really rad. I would love to see her fucking just beat somebody's ass in like a Mortal Kombat. I think like Mortal Kombat, when they use their guest characters, it's always dudes, right? But what if Big Boss was murdering people? What if Big Boss mm. threw a nuke in Sonya Blade's butt? Like, that's what I want to see. <laughs> Sonya Blade. <laughs> Chris, how about Flash Gordon from the classic early, late se- late 70s, early 80s movie? I can't forget which one it was. Where that Gordon? whole scene where he's, he's throwing a metal football at alien stomachs to fight with them. Like oh, that version man, of that Flash movie's Gordon. fucking awful. It's Good awfully Lord. good. Somebody in real life last year when I went to a comic book shop wanted to tell me how excited he was to be Flash Gordon in person at a uh, at a uh, at ancient yeah ancient city con in Jacksonville, and I had to look at him and be like, "My dude, I'm 35 years old. I've never seen Flash Gordon." Uh, it's it's very hard to watch. 
it's uh, it's fine. All right. Well, anyway, first response. Um, the website's down. We weren't able to grab answers from there, so we'll go first to uh, the official Laser Time community on Facebook. Daniel Peckham says the first gaming character I thought of was GTA V's Trevor Phillips. He's already a hyper violent, nigh unstoppable psychopath. So why not throw him in? The combat rings of Outworld and see how his tweaked out redneck meth head style fares against the likes of Scorpion and Melina. Bonus points if Rockstar and Midway slash Netherrealm bring back the hilarious Steven Ogg to reprise Trevor's yeah. voice and mocap. Hell yeah. I, I love that that was like a character I recognized from video games, including seeing him in person. It was fucking surreal. I've never seen you. I only saw that guy digitally, and then he appeared in every comedy show I liked. Broad City, others is... He was in um, Westworld. Like, yeah, and, like an yeah, and then I, I saw him in person, and it was like... It really was surreal seeing a guy like I was introduced to in video games. I didn't know who that guy looked like or was beforehand. Yeah. I do love I the guess. fact that he, like refers to Midway slash Netherrealm like... Has anyone used the Midway name in the past? Like, I'm about to say, brother, Midway. <laughs> and as far as I remember, he's way taller than me. Uh, Is he really? Yeah, like he's yeah, real. Yeah, he like, I'm like... pretty tall. He's very tall. Trevor is pretty tall. Zach Adams says, "Question of the week: Skeletor. Put him in MK with the fatality that summons Panther or Screech to tear through the victim's uh, guts out in one where he uses twin swords from the 2003 cartoon. Hey, shout out Zach Adams." Uh, to cut the loser's arms off and beat them with it. Be a Hamill if you can, but him being unavailable shouldn't be a deal uh, killer. Yeah, th there's literally yeah. nothing else happening with Skeletor. And once again, like, the world we used to live in, we're like, they'll never license that. No, all these people care about his money. This guy was, yeah. Skeletor was invented to make money, not art. I um, mean, Hasbro. Right now, after the Barbie movie, Mattel is yeah, like man. evaluating all of their franchises. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's on the short list, right? Which, by the way, I will say, uh, I think Kevin Smith's uh, it's very good. Did one of the coolest things ever. Uh, I said somebody the other day the fact that they like canonically the 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 sword is a conduit mm -hmm. for the power of Gray Skull, and then Adam was like. But I don't need the sword to turn to He-Man. It just helps regulate it, and it becomes Savage He-Man. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and that... I hate He-Man. I hate old He-Man. Oh, like, me, me too. I was, the, the wool was pulled over my eyes. I begged my parents for everything. I hated it, and I, I've only liked Kevin Smith's He-Man. Yes. Um, And then Andrew Joseph says, uh, for me, it would have to be Wicked the Ewok. Why? Yes. Wait, wasn't Wicked in Masters of Terrace Kasi? Had to have been. No, I don't there think so. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah, there was a bunch of original characters in there. Disney owns Marvel and Fox, uh, so Wicked could either be in Smash or MK-style game. Have him uh, finally fight the Predator in a jungle. Finally. Slash... Like like we've been waiting for this for years. They're, they're, they're both Disney princes. Uh, a forest <laughs> showdown with w they Wicked's are. fatality, uh, a cooking the fighter alive, a la the Ewok feast in Return of the Jedi. Oh, heavens. I, so there's like a TikTok meme going around where they ask people, how many, four, how many fourth graders could you, like, could you kill in the fight? Is this happening I, again? I want, I want, uh, I want, like, for the Predator... How many Ewoks could the Predator kill in a fight? I think that would be very interesting. I'm not. I think people are like 
yeah, you think they're uh, adolescent dwarves in a costume, but realistically, <laughs> they're fucking bears, dude. They're little bears. You're going to die. You're like trying to beat yeah. up a chimp oh, yeah. here. You're not going to take more than one of these things. You'll be lucky to get away with your balls, not have your fucking dick gnawed off by one of these things. Don't fuck with an Ewok is what I'm saying. It's true. Wub wub, as they would say. Wub, wub, uh, let's see. Wub, wub, nub. From the Twitter, Colin O'Hara says, Charlize Theron's mm. Atomic Blonde. I forgot that existed. I forgot that Charlize Theron was in a movie called Atomic Blonde. You might have forgotten because, the next part, too. Because I think Furiosa has already been in something. I am still am not sure what the movie was about. But the fight scenes were rad, and we need more badass women select cameos in fighting games. I think you should rewatch Atomic Blonde. I, I don't think it was rad. I think you wanted it to be good. Like, you should rewatch Atomic But Blonde. I'm just more thinking Furiosa and the idea yeah. that, like, it's been almost 10 years since one of the most mind blowing movies from a major studio, and they have no follow up ready other than Lord a Furiosa Miller, prequel. Uh, w- without Charlie's Theron, who, by the way, Charlie's Theron joins every franchise eventually. She's in, true. She's inevitable. She's in Aliens. She's, like, she's at the she's end like of. She's Thanos. in Marvel. She's in fucking Fast. Like she's in everything. She was the main, she was the main uh, Fast bad guy until she wasn't. Yes. Um, uh, true. Now, uh, it's true. Wow. Oh, dude. Uh, Jeff BTW on Twitter says Mr. Bean with the ability to tag in Teddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. If we're yes. bringing in, okay, I thought it had to be game characters. If we're bringing in other people, I want, uh, I want, uh, Matthew Berry's vampire from yes. what we do in the shadow. <laughs> you now face well, the mean, wrath of Jackie Daytona. Or if we're doing <laughs> if we're doing that, then it's got to be Shona from the Last Dragon. Oh, I, so need, yeah. I need Shona in a fucking fighting game. Yeah, uh, he's dead. But man, wouldn't that be so rad? Whatever, man? just hire Dion Cole to play him because that yeah. his Halloween costume was amazing. Wouldn't it be so rad if if, if in the Mortal Kombat DLC it was just Shona? Show I would up. probably cry. I would actually cry. <laughs> I would buy it. I, I would I buy would it. Absolutely buy it. <laughs> I would for sure buy it. Um, and then we, we have, have a couple of video responses. Some video responses. First up from uh, 100 Things We Learned from Film podcast on Twitter. Uh, 100 okay. Things Film. Hello, boys. Plenty from the 100 Things We Learned from Film podcast here. Hope you're well. Just uh, doing a very British Sunday thing and cleaning out the shed. Mm, how exciting. In answer to your uh, question this week. I'm assuming with crumpets. See, uh, in a fighting game, for me, it's got to be Death Wishes. Paul Kersey, played by Charles Bronson. Uh, I think Kersey would be very, very good at jumping off of platforms, onto platforms slightly lower below, but also <laughs> made out of trampolines so that I don't hurt my 65-year-old knees. Uh, he could also bring his uh, wildy gun and blemo. He's a big podcast favourite of ours, so uh, it just gives us another reason to talk about yet more Bronson uh, on future episodes. One of things we learned from video games. Now there's an idea. Chris, still waiting to hear from you. What, what, Hi, you I love you. I'll, I'll do your <laughs> show. Put you on care. blast, bro. What? Uh, anybody who mentions Charles, Bron- Charles Bronson, Charles you can, you can Bronson. play as him as Watermelon Man. What? What? It, that movie is fucking insane. Uh, yeah. Every Charles Bronson movie is fucking insane. Uh, insanely violent, insanely right-wing, insanely hilarious. Goddamn. But Watermelon Man was the last one I watched, and it, it, it is a legitimately good premise. 
you're trapped on a bus going to prison for a crime you didn't commit, blah, 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 with a gangster whose team blows up the bus to free him. Do you take the guy back? Do you hold the cops hostage by saying, I got your gangster dog? Uh, very, very, very good movie. I think it's Watermelon. No, Watermelon Man's that weird one T.O. and I talked about. Watermelon is a completely different movie, but... Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a really watchable movie as well, but not one I'm going yeah. to state my reputation on. Watermelon Farmer movie, Mr. Majestic. There you go. Mr. Majestic. The watermelon Man's a... That's the name of his watermelon business. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't making a racial thing out of it. I'm getting a mmm from TL. Like, uh, no, water, you know <laughs> what know Watermelon what Man's about. Uh, watermelon, I, it took a me a second. Movie. Like, Yeah, I do know what Watermelon Man's about. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> that's a movie that's almost illegal. Yes, it's a it, different movie. Uh, Mr. Uh, Majestic. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Uh, 100 Things We Learned from Video Games. 100 Things We Learned from Video Games? Did I say it wrong? From movies. But he from had movies. the idea. Movies. Um, yes. Uh, hit me up for something. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mike Amari has one. Yeah, we had a video response from Mike Amari. Mike, we couldn't play it due to technical reasons, so sorry about that. But, but Mike's, what was his answer, Chris? Toxic. Toxic. Toxic Toxie. Avenger, Toxic Crusader. I don't know. They just announced or, or showed off they an image of the, the reboot yeah. with Elijah Wood and Peter for, Dinklage. Peter yeah. Dinklage. I forget who else, but um, I don't know what to think about it because obviously that design is malleable, but <laughs> literally. But uh, yeah, that's a great fucking character that you could easily put in a Mortal Kombat game. Holy shit. The still that I saw just kind of had like a magic staff going in that shot. Uh, just an old trauma film that they're now trying to remake in a, I'm guessing, more serious light. Like, right? It's uh, I, I see know. no reason for it, but like everyone involved with it, like this can't not be fun. They're going to understand why this character is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, great, great answer there, Mike. Sorry we couldn't. Play your video. All right, so that has been our answers uh, for this week. New question of the week. Uh, inspired by all of these old-ass games getting these remakes, what classic game do you want to see get the uh, the Quake 2-style glow-up? Now, I'm not saying get a remake. We've done that question on the show probably many times. This is more just like, hey, this thing is perfect. I want it in its perfect form. Just make it playable. Mm. Maybe put some accessibility features, you know, have it run in 4K, 120 hertz, whatever the heck. But just the, the, the game itself, you don't need to touch. Like, So get the glow-up treatment, but I'm not asking for a remake. I hope, hopefully that makes sense. So, so for yeah. you guys, what what classic game just needs that glow-up? Uh, Commander Keen. Uh, oh, it's, gross. It's, he doesn't mean that. <laughs> this, is what your, this is what your comment gets. <laughs> it's been too long. Commander Keen has, has been stuck. On PCs, dated <laughs> older than the I. And links. Uh, no, but the real answer is Jazz Jack Rabbit, Cliffy B, re-released. Yeah! <laughs> Jazz Jack Rabbit is fucking rad. I, that's not a joke answer. Jazz Jack Rabbit fucking rules. Oh, uh, uh. If you say his name one more time, you're gonna invoke him, and he's gonna show. Jazz up Jack Rabbit. Uh, he's here. He's here! <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. It is very dumb. I, why do it I not have more than 12 sound effects? 
Give your cliche. It took so answers. long to put together for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, give your cliched answers as I gave Commander Key. No, 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 no. And Jazz Jazz Rock. I'm going to use something you said to make a Uh-oh. good answer already. Uh-oh. Diddy right. Kong Racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Just do uh, that on Nintendo Online. Right? They didn't. Slow they 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 somehow fa- botched the attempt on the DS yeah. uh, a, a couple years ago, and. It does suck. Rare made it. Nintendo owns one of the characters in it. Just one. Yep. Uh, but, like, you could do it without him, too. But, like, it's one of the best kart rate. It's just like Mario Kart Quest. Like, if you had an open world where you could explore things, unlock things, make things better, make things worse, uh, change the environment, turn courses backwards. It's it It was one of the most fun family-friendly kart racing games I've ever played. Diddy Kong Racing is amazing and deserves... Uh, and now it deserves... Yeah! That, that There, I had it. That's a perfect Diddy. That's how he sounds right. in Smash. I'm going to go with a game that um, you... It's probably really tough to find this game or play it in some official capacity... And it's one of those, it's tied up in rights hell, but, uh, and it's, it'll probably sound like a cliche answer, but No One Lives Forever is a game mm. that everyone really should play at yeah. some time. Like, it, it, it kind of took a lot of what GoldenEye did, improved upon it. It was like a, it was weird. It was like this Austin Powers inspired Secret Agent 60s shooter game. Right. And it sounds terrible the way I say it, but it was a really fucking No, good. no, no. Um, if you think of a, a Deathloop, like it had, the same aesthetic vibe but like way way sillier yeah yeah and and it's one of those that like you'll always see mentioned in lists and everyone's like oh yeah the best games you can't you can no longer play it's always on the list i think Um, pc gamer pc gamer uses it for like rights totally lost as shorthand whenever they write an article about that they show a picture of no one lives forever and and i have a personal connection to this thing because when i started working in the games industry my first games industry job after fox was for uh, vivendi universal games at the time and they had helped publish that thing Mm. and so like there were copies all over the office and you know like promo standees and stuff and like that's what sucks is like it's one of those things like rights are lost forever i probably know who you could call that would own part of the rights or at least would know part of who to call Mm -hmm. but like yeah even i can't unwind that gordian knot of like who fucking owns the rights to that thing so uh yeah Nolf, man. Nolf is a good game that uh, doesn't need a remake, just needs a glow up. Just just release it in that old form uh, just so people can experience it. I should say Diddy Kong Racing plays great on Project 64. Okay. <laughs> I would also say <laughs> that Commander Keen and Jazz Drive Rabbit was the actual winner of this category. Thank you very much. Um, I think Nolf probably won, but that's fine. Anyway, well... If you have your own answer, you can hit <laughs> us up in a variety of ways. You can go to VigiGameApocalypse.com, assuming it's up, uh, and leave an answer under this week's show. You can also hit us up on Facebook on the official Laser Time community where we will post the question of the week in the featured spot. You can answer there. Or hit us up on Twixter, which is the name I've given formerly known as Twitter <laughs> with Mr. Sounds X like a game that needs a glow up. Twixter. Twix- Twixter, amazing. So hit us up on the Twixter at VG Apocalypse uh, when we post this week's show. Just answer in the replies there. That is the easiest way to guarantee I will see the answer to this week's question of the week. Anyway, that's been this week's show. Let's go out with some plugs. TL, you're the guest. What would you like to plug? Uh, I do a podcast called Welcome to the Thing. 
uh, where me, myself, uh, where me, myself, uh, Jarrett, uh, Green, and Emmett Watkins Jr., uh, we kind of just shoot the shit, uh, about black, uh, nerd culture things. Still uh, won't have me on. Uh, no, uh, we do not. <laughs> we, we broke, we have broken, uh, the, the white man barrier what? with Brendan, uh, Brendan Hess, uh, but. I am, yeah. I am, seriously? This is not a joke. I'm pissed off about that because, T.L., you know this about me. I am a connoisseur of 90s black cinema. Like, I love that shit. Like, if anyone was going to break that barrier, it should have been me. Yeah, I watched about... I watched Twisted Metal and those new McDonald's commercials, and I feel like I've never thought about Blank Man more in my life. <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> Honestly, when you brought up Watermelon Man, I'm like, that sounds like that would have been – like, the sequel to Blank Man would have been fucking like Watermelon Man. Like, I don't know what Watermelon Man is. Apologies, I don't. You guys acted like it was some offensive movie. I it's, have no fucking clue what Watermelon. It's insane. Look up the trailer; it exists. It's, uh, okay. uh, yeah, it's it's for sure a movie. Uh, I also do a show. With, uh, <laughs> it's for sure a movie. What a glowing <laughs> review! <laughs> I uh, also do a show with Sonya Valentine. However, we are currently in hiatus until SAG AFTRA figures uh, all that stuff out. Till Sonya becomes less TV. famous. Uh, Wait, what, your, your, your podcast got writers? Do you guys write for your podcast? You oh write. no! So like, there's actually there there are guides for people who are doing like SAG after stuff. Like, yep. If you are doing a show that's kind of promoting, yeah, no promotional uh, appearances. Stru- promotional Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we are we are going to we are taking a pause because yeah, uh, we're this is the maddest I've ever been. Oh, well, live from mad. the pool house is uh, not around right and, now. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Blue Sky because I don't really use Twitter anymore. But uh, you use Blue Sky? I do use Blue Sky. Oh. It's great. If it's like old Twitter, um, I just not with my friends. What's it's your really favorite cool. Blue Sky? First of all, they're <laughs> called Teats. Teats. Yep. They're oh called Skeets. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Officially endorsed by Jake Tapper when he went on TNN <laughs> and said they are called Skeets. So, oh, well, say no more. If Jake Tapper said it, then boy, uh, yeah, you got sold. Oh, Skeets. Boy, Chris, Chris what do you um, there's so much fun stuff on 302010 this week. It's the 30th anniversary, if you like wrestling, of the Shockmaster. The Shockmaster. Our new guy will shock the world because he is the shock. God, Sting's accent is so weird. Uh, well, I've seen... And then also Tugboat. Tugboat in a bejeweled star glitter. A glittery fucking stormtrooper mask. It's so and, and Sid, so Sid, who looks like a fucking like Dolph Ziggler on a Hulk serum. Like, and, like literally, that scene is literally bonkers because there's also Harlem Heat with their slave owner manager Colonel Parker at the time. Oh, oh wow. It is so stupid. I just I just had the saddest realization if there's any wrestler that looks like Brock Sampson, it's Psycho Sid. Yep, that's for sure. got the blonde mullet. That's, that's, who, that's who Brock Sampson is kind of based off of. Too, oh my god. It is, too bad he's got a uh, calf bones like toothpicks. <laughs> God, it's a horrifying sight. But, but like all these, here's here's the fun thing for video gamers. Like, um, it was really fun. We I, I wanted to transition between like Mortal Instruments, one of those failed young adult franchises that only got one entry, mm. and then it's like um, on the same day, Saints Row Four comes out, 
and Splinter Cell Blacklist and like these are the ends of these franchises. We don't know that at the time 10 years ago. Uh, and I think there's another one in there too, but it's like it's like four franchises hit a brick wall. And granted, Saints, wow. Saints Row rebooted, but like Splinter Cell didn't. Um, it's yeah, it's the mean, last one we've ever gotten. They are, but, it's, it yeah. feels very weird to say that. And I love being able to say that without having to acknowledge someone here works for Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> I used to work for them. Um, yeah, but but yeah, it, it's 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 strange. That was a, a ten year franchise. That look, nobody gets to fucking play burp sounds on here, even if they make them themselves. Other than me. <laughs> is that booger? Is no, that, that is booger? that is that is from Michael. Showed this to me like my second week at Radar. It's like the third Shrek game, and he has an all purpose burp and <laughs> fart button, and he does both randomly. You can never tell what he's going to do, but you can mash it, and uh, his mouth and butt will act accordingly. <laughs> Unlike GTA, the first GTA, which... If you want to get depressed, go to Universal Hollywood. I don't know if it's the same way in Florida, but like Shrek is just... There's just like a shadow of Shrek that is remains in that park there's like a shrek 4d movie and then there's like donkey oh it's still there donkey has like a live activation yeah it's that so, donkey it's so live sad. actor is amazing like look up oh, his shit on, so on youtube good, and tiktok but it's like it just reminds you of like how prominent shrek used to be and then how like that is just gone it's just it's not it's not yeah. that it's gone i believe at the time universal licensed shrek and um mm. now i think Shit! Who owns Shrek? Is it DreamWorks? It's DreamWorks, yeah. Which well, no, is... no, no, no. But but somebody owns DreamWorks now, and they had a deal with Paramount, and they had signed. Uh, I, I believe Universal owns all the DreamWorks stuff now. Okay, so they can yeah, make Kung more Fu pandas stuff. in there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, can yeah. make more They're... stuff, but they couldn't for a very long time. That's why. Yeah, they're well, yeah it. actually, it might be the Shrek movie's gone. It's a Kung Fu Panda movie that's in there now. So yeah. the only Shrek thing might be. The character experiences. Well, like I, I think that they're doing. I think more Shrek is coming. I think that was the. the God, I hope not. Uh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> Puss in Boots was great. And Shrek, Puss in Boots is ready. Puss in Boots, fucking rad. Puss in Boots is, say, the, is the best Shrek thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I was about to say the Universal of Florida. We just have sassy Megatron. That's all <laughs> we have. <laughs> oh, is he sassy? He literally just talks. You there, human? What are those? Uh, literally, that's like what it's he it's, does. Uh, it's it's very hilarious. That's that's pretty good, actually. It's ridiculous. But it's like Megatron. Oh oh, and, and TL, you want to talk about offensive to black culture? I had uh, never seen the movie. Do Ma- I? Marcy. Like, what? like what's he going to say? Like yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, there's something we were talking about earlier uh, when we were talking yeah. about Watermelon Man. Uh, Marcy X. The Lisa Kudrow, Damon Wayans movie, where Lisa Kudrow is the Jewish American princess to save rap music. Yep, I remember that movie. It is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen, on par with Boat Trip, but is still funnier, weirdly. But it's like, it's written by the guy who wrote the funniest gay movies of all time, making a gigantic statement on black culture and rap music. With no ch- cross checking at all, um, lots of scenes in prison and things about butts. It's fucking. You have to watch this movie, and it has so many weird ass lines. It sucks. It's bad, but it's still hilarious uh, well, for all the wrong reasons. What's great is you're in the time frame 
of a lot of movies that are written by white people yeah. that are starring or around black yeah. culture. That is just like people. It's like everyone woke up. Oh wait, the hip hop thing. Uh-huh. I can make money off of it because yeah. you're baby. You're a year away. From there is a scene a in, in the old. first act of the movie. There's a hip hop concert and Lisa Kudrow walks out and improvises a rap and everyone loves it. Lisa Kudrow. Uh, by the way, um, have you guys seen the diss track that Melly Mel did about Eminem? I have. I'm saving my thoughts for my podcast. <laughs> I have. It, is, it sounds like... The Fruity Pebbles rap, like it's it's like it's like the kind of rap you guys are talking about of like, oh, watch me, Chick Fred. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it because it, it, it makes sense because Millie Mel's like sixty something, and so he's from like that era, like the eighties rap, and it's not, it just sounds like an eighties. Sir, rap I like, don't know if I can take you seriously unless you tell me you're here to say something. So it's very funny. <laughs> if somebody on TikTok uh, put the clip from. Uh, from the boondocks when grandpa was rapping at Thugnificent. <laughs> it was like, it's the same kind of rap. I was like, yeah, it's no, so exactly good. that. It's it's exactly so, that. Oh my God. It's amazing. That's my plug. I'm plugging that. Go, go yeah. listen. Do, to do that you remember? Track. Oh, but no, rap was different. But you, you remember my, uh, fresh Prince impression? Like, uh, I have, yeah. it's two words. Well, I, that's it. Well, here's, a, yeah. well, here's, here's what I was well. doing this day. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like so many of his verses start with well, I. <laughs> Instead of yes, anding, we will, well, well, I. Well, well, I. well, I should probably close out this week's show. Um, <laughs> thank you. Well done. Uh, as always, you can visit us online at VigiGameApocalypse.com. You can follow us on the Twitter at VGApocalypse.com. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. I don't know why I thought that would be so funny, but I I, don't I, know why. I really like it. <laughs>